the Weekly Fantasy Roundup, hosted by Andrew Skinner and Joel Bryant. Welcome back to another fun, exciting, fact-devoid episode of the Weekly Fantasy Roundup. I'm your host, Andrew Skinner. Joined, as always, by my co-host, BFF, very dedicated member of this podcast, Mr. Joel Bryant. What's going on, friend? Well, I was busy accomplishing all the things that I needed to accomplish for the rest of my weekend. Some motherfucker decided he needed to move this up an hour and a half. Yeah, this so now guy. I've shut all that down and wasted my life. Also, just kidding. I was sleeping. Oh, so I just interrupted a snooze, did. did I? How was your weekend, friend? Do anything fun and exciting? Nope. No? Not even a little. It's like 36 degrees here every fucking day. Wow. You can't do shit outside when it's like that. It's been, I think they said in the last four weeks, we've only had three days that were cooler than 32 or something like that. You guys have any uh, fires as a result of the heat wave? There's been some grass fires, but they've got them put out before they get out of control. That's good. Nothing bad. We had a big fire burning bad in central for a couple of weeks. It's under control now, but it was like darting back and forth over the highway and everything. It was crazy. I read about that in the news. Yeah, the highway was closed for a period of time. People couldn't get it in. No, not good. We had one out here uh, probably three, four years ago that scorched like a couple few hundred square kilometers of farmland. It was a pretty big grass fire. But we've had nothing like that since. Yeah, well, that's good because those fires are fucking devastating, man. They can wipe out communities in a just... Out here, I think it was a one of the farmers that borders right on the base, like it started on the base. He lost something like three, 400 cattle. Right. Huge ass fire. Like that's your whole. That's your livelihood. That's your livelihood down the drain. So I uh, didn't have much of a weekend myself. I officially. Nobody asked. Yeah, I know. But for for the context of the show, if I don't talk about it, then that gives us less talking points for the podcast. So okay. I thought, I, thought I'd bring it up. That's fair. Anyway, I didn't do a whole lot. This weekend, or sorry, this week past, just a couple of days after we recorded last, I officially resigned my position at ESPN. I'm no longer a fantasy sports specialist. I'm back to being a fantasy sports bum. It's a pretty quick turnaround on that one, hey? Pretty quick turnaround, yeah. Well, like I said, I don't know if I disclosed how much they are paying me on the podcast, but it wasn't very much. So I made a point of saying that, look, I like the allure of working for ESPN, but the pay is like real low, like real low. So the string was about this short. And I just realized as time went on, I'm like, look, man, this is not what they described the job as. I thought I'd be fucking taking calls like, hey, man. I got the fourth overall pick of my draft. Who do you think I should take? You know, an old skin dog delving to the fucking fantasy mastermind and help him with some, uh, you know, some analysis or whatever. But no, all our calls are like fucking resetting passwords and fucking I can't get into my ESPN plus. I'm like, eh, just wasn't for me. And then we got so we did like a, a final exam. And based on how you did on the exam determined, well, for lack of a better term, the draft order. So I got fourth at a 14, which was pretty good. Uh, but 
even the schedules that were available to us were shit. So I think I was going to be working like Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, 6.30 p.m. to 2.30 in the morning. So I would have had to quit, yeah. my, quit my weekly poker game, quit my hockey leagues. And I just said, you know what, man, this, this isn't going to cut it for me. So. so where are you working out of when you're working for them? Like, are you an employee right in Newfoundland? Where are they paying you out of? Oh, out of Ontario. Out of Ontario, okay. Yeah. Because I was thinking if it was somewhere in the States, you might be subject to like, A, a time change, and B, different minimum wage rules, which would explain both of those things. But you just got the shit end on the time zone, I'd say. The time zone didn't help. I thought the time zone would be like a benefit to me for this job, you know, but it turned out that it was the opposite because – they operated on a nine to one Eastern standard time, which was 1030 to 230 Newfoundland time. And of course, being the, the latest trainees to hit the floor, we got the shit into the stick. So even the schedule that I got to choose wasn't very good. What's your minimum so, wage in Newfoundland now? Like four 13, or five bucks an hour? Thir- yeah. 1320. Okay. So huh. the pay was not much more than that. Well, for context, Gross. for context, McDonald's was hiring for almost an extra dollar fifty an hour. What that job was paying? Yeah, you can get a job, Tim Hortons, here for like eighteen bucks an hour. Yeah. So again, they the guys seem nice. Look, man, I I don't want to say anything bad about like the training. Everything was awesome. We had this one guy, Josh, dude. He was fucking awesome right from the get go. I was like, this is a dude. And right from, you know, day one, like very well explained, like very good for class, made it a very good experience, would start the day with like these random questions, you know, about life and how you would handle certain situations and it really generated a lot of good conversation. You know, they broke us into teams and like the guys I was on a team with were real good dudes as well. But at the end of the day, man, like I'm old, I got kids, I got bills and that job in order for it to work for me, like everything had to fall in line perfectly. And as soon as I got scheduled, I was like, I'm sorry, I'm out. So well, if they ever allowed you for even a second to like think you were in a spot where you should be telling people what they who they should pick for overall, <laughs> I'd say they were pretty fucking good to you. Yeah. Well, not only not only was that not the job, but one of the things they told us specifically not to do was give your opinion on anything. So if somebody called and said, uh, hey, man, I'm having trouble logging into my ESPN Plus. I want to watch the fights on Saturday. You know, I'd help them with their login or whatever. And then they say, so who do you think is going to win the main event? Like, you could not answer anything. Like, who you think is going to win? Nothing. You know? Very odd. Because anytime you give an opinion that a fan can link back to a specific event, they can be like, well, ESPN told me, uh, you mm-hmm. know, I don't know much about fucking UFC, but ESPN told me George St. Pierre was going to win, and he lost. Fuck ESPN, you know? So you just couldn't give opinion on anything. Just like if I said, hey, man, if I'm drafting 104, I'm taking Derrick Henry, and then Derrick Henry sucks or gets hurt this year, then they're like, well, ESPN told me to take him 104, you know? So it's almost like they didn't want you to be a fantasy sports specialist. They wanted you to be a fantasy sports support specialist. Well, here's the thing, right? Mm. I could have lived with that but it wasn't even fantasy sports support. It was ESPN login support. You know, <laughs> it was very like they took very specific components of the job 
and put all the good bits in the job title. Do you love fantasy sports? Do you talk about IDP and PPR all day long? It's like, yeah. And you can talk about those things on your job when you have dead time on a call, like when a fan's trying to reset their modem and they're like, so man, do you play fantasy football? Like they're like, they put in the small talk as the job description. And it just, are you into IDP? Right. How's your PPR, bro? How's your PPR, bro? <laughs> so anyway, great group of guys. I, I was genuinely upset about having to leave, but I got offered a job uh, in the automotive business, paying way more money Monday to Friday, eight to five. So I start tomorrow. Brand new gig. The early wow. is going to be tough for me, though. I've been on the EI schedule, which is no schedule at all, since January. And then the ESPN job is starting at 1030. So this motherfucker's, this motherfucker's you fucking killed me when you told me time. that you were going to have to get up at 7 in the morning or something like that. And, Listen, and you needed man, to be in bed early to rest and all this it's stuff. Just because like, it's oh my, my first God. day. Just my first day. Not only is you my first day in a brand princess. new job, it's going to my, be my first day getting up before 7 a.m. in fuck nine months call the guy some slack one time dude if i wasn't out of bed by fucking eight even if i was on the ei schedule nikki would be in with a bucket of water or something i guarantee it she'd be get like, up, get you fuck lazy- up, do something with your life get up you lazy fuck and then well, my I- days like if i actually have a day off work she's still running around getting ready at like 6 37 and i'll be like can you fuck off? And she's like, get the fuck out of bed, lazy prick. When I was off for the year and a half with my, when I had my accident, I booked all my physio appointments. They'd ask me what time I wanted to book that. I'd be like, earliest you can in the morning. Yeah. So they'd have at like 7.30 every morning. That was my only reason to get out of bed, right? But if you don't, you get in this cycle real quick. You're telling me, man. And I have to break that cycle tonight. Tomorrow anyway. can be rough. Here's the segue. I am sad that I'm missing one thing tomorrow. Tomorrow is Alex Newhook, Newfoundlander, who just won the Cup with Colorado. That's mm-hmm. his Stanley Cup parade in St. John's. It's fucking first day on the new job. Who cares? Oh, it's a big deal. This is well, a everybody's seen sh- that. It is a fuck. This is a bit of a shithole, if you recall, with your summer here. He's not even from Newfoundland anymore. He moved to BC when he was like 14. Yeah, but he still lived. I think he lived in Mount Pearl until he was 14 or 15. So. That counts, right? He only moved away for hockey. He still he grew like up here. Probably not. Does anyone? Talks about what a shithole it is. Amy and I are very heavily discussing the prospect of upping and moving to Nova Scotia somewhere. Nova Scotia. I love it, man. You're talking about basically moving from Iraq to Syria. Whatever. I'll take it. I'll tell you what, man. What's that do? In the early 2000s, well, for starters, it puts us on the mainland. So if I want to... Oh, the mainland. Oh. If I want to be sporadic and say, hey, let's go to Montreal for the weekend. We can hop in the car and fucking go. Yeah, it's only like a 13-hour drive from Halifax. Sounds reasonable for a weekend. I think it's 10. And no. listen, man, living on this island for 38 years, I'm up for it. Especially when Montreal's at the end of the rainbow. Your reality is fucking so depressing. Uh, exactly that's what i'm telling you but the point is you know amy and i are having this chat we're looking at maybe sometime september going on a trip to nova scotia for a whole week and like driving the province looking at different towns regions whatever and seeing like where we want to live and then coming home and getting on the job hunt to relocate 
it sucks here, man. I am to be I can do very... the job hunt for you right now. There are none. Ah, there's a lot more job prospects in Nova Scotia than there are here. Let me tell you. That's disgusting. It is. I don't know, man. I just feel like I've outgrown Newfoundland. If that makes any sense, I feel like I've outgrown it. You know, I'm over it. I've seen... I feel like all you Newfoundlanders do that at one point or another, and then you leave, and two years later, you're like, maybe. Home. I never had that opportunity. Yeah. So anyway, we're seriously considering it. I just, I don't know, man. I'm I did both. It. Yeah. Well, there you go. I so knocked I, up my high school girlfriend and moved to Alberta. <laughs> all in the one shot. Mm-hmm. I got to do something, man, because I am. I'm no, I was still there when the baby was born. No I'm miserable here, man. I'm, I don't know. Well, I when you like... start your new crazy appealing career and cars, whatever, tomorrow, I'm sure maybe things will change for you in a hurry. Anyway, want to talk some baseball, friend? Not really, but nah, I guess. Might as Since well. Ruined my nap for this shit. I guess you probably fucking should. All right. Well, since you're up and awake from your nap, let's go ahead and talk about what went down, what is going down in week 18 of seventh inning stretch. Seventh inning stretch. Whose matchup do we want to start with first? Let's start with the fucking blasting of the week. How about the fucking shitters is destroying the fucking bugs did you not go with fisting of the week there because you didn't want to get the old trademark letter from bishop or what i don't think i have to worry about that because we made jokes last week about him being a bi-weekly production he said i'll show you <laughs> now he's on three tri-weekly i don't know what the fuck he's on quarterly just one one fucking video uh blog a year like, hey, he's, a, he's a working man, Skinner. You'll understand soon. I will understand soon. I'll still hammer this thing out a couple evenings. In any event, the shitters absolutely mangled a fucking bug. Colin's going to have a new name next week. It ain't going to be a fucking bug. Buzz absolutely trucked Colin this week. Well, we go as far as saying that Colin ran into a buzz saw this week. I would do one better and say that he flew into Buzz's fucking windshield <laughs> head on doing 120. <laughs> okay, so Buzz, how's this for numbers? 49 runs, okay, which keeping track of the high numbers of the week was somehow not the high mark of the week, okay? So wow. shout out to, yeah, I know. I said 49 runs, holy heck, what a week. 16 home runs, high mark of the week. 48 RBIs, high mark of the week. Six on bases, very good. Not quite the high mark of the week. 133 total bases, uh, 278, very healthy batting average. Then we flip over to pitching side, five. So he must have had terrible pitching numbers if he had that good of a week at the dish, right? Actually, no. Has five wins, 105 strikeouts. Jesus. High mark of the week, shocker. Add on a 347 ERA, very healthy, a 122 whip, not so great. Seven quality starts, also very good. Four saves plus olds. Have a fucking weak buzz. Wow. Well, I, I hope bad. he never does this again. No, nope. well, he said it's not a team you want to see in the playoffs. And he no. would have, I don't need to do the math. These numbers would have been good. He would have beat every team in the league this week. 
I'm calling on the other hand. Give me some of that first round ass. Yep. A fucking dose of that. I bet he make his team name a fucking bye week because that's (laughs) what he's looking like. 29 runs, very good. Just apparently not this week. Five home runs, not great. 30 RBI. Okay, right around uh, what's to be expected. Three stolen bases, a little bit down. 12 walks, not good. 97 total bases, fair. 273 average, bad beat. He lost by just five points. Four wins, okay. 66 Ks, better than a K per nine. But when you're going up against 105 Ks, no good. 276 ERA, very good. Close to the best mark of the week. 116 whip, also good for him against Buzz. Three quality starts, not great. And six saves plus holes. Good enough in this matchup, but not good enough on the week. Not the high mark of the week. So I say what I said, knowing that he would have taken five of seven batting categories from me, by the way. I think I would have been calling like seven, six or something like that. Would have been close. We'll get to your matchup, Frank. Yeah. Oh, I know you've got uh, low marks of the week, don't you? No, I don't. I can see into your little fucking pea brain with all that space in your head. No. No, I wouldn't wouldn't do that to you. Look, I'm not the kind of host that would specifically keep track of stats if they negatively affected you. I would not not even at all. Never. Absolutely not. It's not in my DNA. Never. And your game is so not predictably predictable. (laughs) I would never predict that ahead of time. Absolutely not. Never. So, uh, needless to say, Buzz had some big weeks from his bets. Sweet Jesus. Yeah. Um, where do we even start? Sterling Marte. Hello. Two home runs, four RBI, two stolen bases, three walks, 20 total bags, six runs, 344. Not to be outdone by some guy, P. Goldschmidt. Don't know who that is. Seven runs, three home runs, 11 RBIs, two walks, 25 total bases, 565. Hello. A little bit of insider info for you. Yes. I, I made Buzz an offer at the deadline, something along the lines of uh, I made him a couple few offers. We talked about some shit that didn't really go anywhere, but the offer that I'm remembering was something like uh, Luis Robert and CJ Crone and something else for Freddie Freeman and Starling Marte. Well, Boy, would that have aged well for me? Yeah, it might have. You know, Freeman's what it is a- a- you know what it is aging well? All around nice guy, probably nice guy in the league, Framber Valdez. Just, just go, a great guy, right? Don't look at his game log. You can't even scroll to see the last time Framber did not log a quality cert. QS, 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 QS. I mean, what the fuck? Two, three, man? four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. That's ten in a row. Every start since June the 23rd is for quality start. What the real life fuck? See, that's the kind of output you get when you live life as just a, a real nice quality guy. You get quality starts. Just unbelievable human. He has 21 quality starts on the season. How many starts does he have at this point? 24? That's crazy, man. Yeah, that is. He's more efficient than like the top closer. <coughs> Even Edwin Diaz blows a save every now and then. Just like all Framber. All Framber. Only got five innings this time. No quality start today. Speaking of closers, David Robertson just Ooh. took it right in a fucking tailpipe and changed my score around. So I hope you didn't finalize that one. <laughs> didn't finalize anything. I will say, I will, I will say that when I made my notes about this week, you were leading the league in ERA at 217. I don't think that don't think that's your ERA now. What is it now? 
It's gone up a little. 240. It's still the top number of the week, but it did jump 23 points in the span of a single pitcher. So Wow. That a boy. Good work. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Where were we? Anyway, yeah. So, Buzz, very convincing win. As we said, I uh, would have likely trounced most teams this week. So, this week should put the fear in any would be contender. And the bad news is because the season was kind of wonky and he, and he ate the odd injury here and there and lost Bueller and blah, 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 blah. He's in seventh. So, somebody right. finishing in the top is going to run into that in the first round. Oh, and did we mention that some guy named B. Harper is coming back next week? Oh, fuck off. Just what fucking Buzz needs. The Buzz uh, just got another blade. He's not really, is he? Yeah. Could begin a rehab. We had that talk at deadline. I was like, Harper's dead. He's not coming back this year. He's okay. He's going to begin a rehab assignment next week. I apologize. He's coming back to baseball next week. Oh, so he'll be ready just in time for the quarterfinals. Just in time for playoffs. Honest to God. Yep. That's not good. No, it's not. It's not good because we've been talking about Buzz's team for a long time, and you put a fucking top 10 bet on top of what he's already got there. Freeman, Goldschmidt, Harper. Fuck me. That's fucking wicked, man. What a lot. I hope, I hope Harper dislocates his spine and rehab. Something's got to shut that man down for the year. This is going to be a problem. It's going to be a problem, man. And like we said, if he does come back, we touched on this before. If he does come back, that man is going to be rested and ready to fucking mesh. Yeah. And his nuts are going to be full. full. He's just going to be looking to fucking dump it on someone. Yep. Just all over everyone. Why not Buzz's first round opponent? Yep. Hopefully it's not you. It's going to cover couple, them. Hot, teams, frosty, ejaculate. couple teams that are going to fucking lay waste to their opponents in the playoffs are the Beltzes and the Shitters. This is well, I was getting close to passing, Jeff. I'm going to fucking tank now. Fuck that. I don't want nothing to do with that. <laughs> well, let's see. With the win, the designated Shitters will improve to 117, 103, 14, and the fucking Bugs will fall to 116, 104, 14. So he's going to go up probably six Actually, I'm not. There's too much movement this week. I'm not even going to try to guess that. Yeah, a lot of lot of moving parts this week. You mentioned Jeff a second ago, so let's go to his matchup. The Beltses defeating the Berrioses again. The belts not going to make it easy out. Put it on the belts. Eight to five, man. We might have to put it on the belts. <laughs> Never know. Motherfuck. Jeff Even. with a very slumpy week at the plate, though. That's slumpy week. Yep. Yeah. I mentioned a moment ago that Buzz had 49 runs and they were no good. That's because the Belts had 52 runs. What wow. the fuck? Mother of God. To go with 11 home runs, 38 RBI, four stolen bases, 32 walks, also high market league, 117 total bases, 276 average. Cameron did not have such a good week on the mound. 411 ERA to be desired, 125 whip, shit, two wins, crap, four saves plus holds, not great either. Jeff was a hard luck loser in a couple of categories, losing RBI by just 138 37. Uh, yeah, other than that, it wasn't close. He lost by more than double of his run total. Jeff's 25 runs, not even close, 52. Jesus H, fuck. Wow. 
Jeff and I went uh, last week. We went head to head in the old beer league batting category. Like who can have the the shittiest fucking week? And both of us carried it on into this week apparently. But his numbers got a bit better than mine did. I think you carried it over. I think you took last week a little oh, more. Oh yeah. My my lineup was like, oh, you think last week was bad? Fuck, hold my beer. Hold our beers. Mm. Yeah. I, well, we'll get there. We'll get there, yeah. friend. Uh, camera was talking up Christian Walker in the group chat saying uh, he's top whatever the fuck. Anyway, he had another couple of diggers this week. Apparently, last seven days ranked five in baseball. And he's still only batting 220. How about that? The guy literally only hits home runs. Austin Riley been taking a little bit off the top, hey? Yeah, just cooling off a little, but he's been made up for by Adley Rushman, apparently. Doing mm. very well for himself. Had a great week last week, two home runs. Uh, three home runs for Brian Reynolds. Is that guy back? That guy's been surging as of late last seven days, ranked number three. Not bad, but Cameron's got two guys ranked in the top 10 in the last week. Pretty good. That'll help you get a win. That's what he got. Uh, yeah, his pitching had a lot to be desired this week. Yes, it did. Castillo, not so good. Uh, no, Castillo. Jesus, Castillo's only had quality starts since he's joined the Mariners. hey oh, Welcome to the team. Uh, yeah. To- oh, t- uh-oh. Otani, day to day. Oh, removed from a start with a stomach virus. What does he mean? Ringworm? Is it ringworm? Is it contagious? It means he had some bad Taco Bell for breakfast. I mean, you can't really pitch, spray shit out of your ass at the same time. So when you're dropping burritos on the mound, mm. they're ah. spraying second base. They just take you out and tell you to, you know, have a couple slices of bread and come back tomorrow. <laughs> Yeah, their second base is like, dude, okay. Either yeah. you take him out of the game or I'm fucking retiring. Pick one. Yeah. Hey, Shohei, I got some Pepto for you, bud. Yeah. Way <laughs> off the Taco Bell there, eh, bud? Right. <laughs> Shohei's like, translator, translator. Yeah. Please. Just drink the pink shit, eh? Yeah, just getting in you. Uh, yeah. Anyway, Jeff was complaining in the group chat about all the dingers and shit he left on his bench this week. I mean, very... As a matter of fact, hindsight speech, like, are you are you upset that you didn't start Albert Pujols? Dude's, what, 49 years old? Okay, my question is, and he's because he seems to be experiencing the same thing that I've been dealing with in that a lot of star players are hitting well below the Mendoza line. What's going on there? Alonzo, 129. L2, 227. Aaron Judge, 167. Bogarts, 200. And he's there, but... There seems to be a lot of star players around the league that are – I'm so used to seeing batting averages that start with 100 in my lineup. It's fucking crazy. You know, what's going it does on start, there? you know, it does start with 100. Pete Alonzo's RBI total on the season. Yeah, he's been hitting – he's been hitting below 200 for almost three weeks now, and he's still – he's only dropped all the way down to 10th in the league. 271 on the season. Fuck. Yeah. Good. Could have kept him. The old Skinner ringing Skinner endorsement when I decided not to keep him. Just fucking cut the training wheels off and be like, be free, Pete Alonzo. Realize your full potential. I have never seen such poor decisions in my life as I did when I saw you pick your keepers, ever. 
We're not okay. That horse is dead. Okay. I knew a dude that had a fucking had like five different kids with four different girls, and he made better decisions than you. Wow. Okay, that is me. <laughs> <laughs> that horse is dead. That horse is buried. We've had the funeral. The body is in serious stage of decomposition. I mean, it's over. Can't it needs back. to find its way to a textbook so that the world can study it and make sure that it never fucking happens ever again. Anyway, uh, let's see. So with the win, the Belsuses are going to prove to 118, 95, and 17. And the Berrioses is heading in the wrong direction. Two losses in a row. Going to fall to 119, 93, and 22. The belts are, they just got a little more on my ass. Jeez, yeah. I think it was only two games behind me as it was, so he's probably yeah. probably in a damn near tie. Yeah. Well, the belts is, or sorry, the Berrioses are fortunate that despite the loss, they're not going to lose a whole lot of ground because the Cove, the Pimp Cowboys had a very tough opponent this week. One opponent that's held tough with teams throughout this whole season. Probably in contention for the title. One Tim Dinner. My man. Cove Pimp Cowboys. We picked 13 nothing. He wins 7-5 barely. What the fuck? Cam's numbers weren't even what you would bad. consider to be bad this week. No. He had 262. That's not sparkling, but everything else is pretty good in the in the batting categories. Timmy pulling out the old saves plus holes with two. That's rough. That's 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 rough. <laughs> Cam losing batting average by one point, tied at uh, stolen bases rather with two each. Jesus. At least Cam's team showed signs of yesteryear. The old version of Cam's team: nine home runs, forty-three RBI, pretty good. Thirty-seven the version from like three weeks ago. Yeah. Right. His uh, pitching was back to being respectable this week, 309 and a 0.94 ERA, which was the best mark in the league last week. Despite so, what you would consider to be a rough start from Jacob deGrom. Yeah, well, rough by his standards, still quality start. 4.05 ERA, that's, that's unheard of for, for Jakey. Old Jay deGrom. Was that coupled with a is headed back to IL? <laughs> Just waiting for it. Oh, could have potentially have his next start pushed back from Tuesday against the Yankees to Thursday against the Rockies. No reason to panic. DeGrom is healthy. I like that they put that in the note. Don't panic. Speaking yes. of pitchers you know are going back to the IL, Jack Flaherty pitched well in his third minor league rehab start today. <laughs> <laughs> He's not yes. even out of double A, and you know he's going back to the IL. Segway of the year. Yes. That's fucking truth if I ever heard it. Chances that man finishes the year healthy? Zero. Better chance wow. of me making the playoffs, and I'm in 12th. Why is he even bother trying to come back? No, no, man. Fucking, like you said, go fucking write the bar exam, become a lawyer. Fuck, do something. It's over. He needs those, those many packs you can get in Call of Duty where you lay there dying and then you just rehab your way back. <laughs> it's close to spit my tea all over my monitor. Many packs. <laughs> yes. Get that man a many pack. Mm. 
Fuck. Yeah, I don't I don't care what he does in the minors. That man is not going to have an impact for fantasy this year. I refuse to believe it. Oh, oh look. We spoke too soon. Now eight four for the Cowboys. Must have just go. got a got a hit, got average up to two sixty-five. In any event, far too close for the number one team against a team that I don't even think is sure they're still in the league. Well, I wonder about Cam because, uh, I mean, he's always going to be carried by the, the Trey Turner Ramirez angle. That's not going to slow down much, but Semyon's looking like he may be back to Semyon things oh, yeah. a little bit. Hoskins is kind of dipping. Josh Bell's been invisible for the last month. Dude's uh, he hit, like 115. Hit dingers in back to back days today and yesterday. So yep. it's just starting to heat up. Just starting to get. Acquainted with his new surrounding in San Diego. I think and he'll be okay. And Springer hurt. Speaking of guys that need medipacks. <laughs> so hopefully he's got it put together. I mean, hopefully for Cam's sake, not mine, but hopefully he's got it put together by playoffs. These guys are back to hitting the normal and his team's healthy. Too bad the Springer got hurt. He was having quite the week eight for 11 when he went down or cool 727. Fuck. It's what he says, though. He gets all excited about doing big stuff, and he's like a puppy chasing his own tail and runs right into the wall. Yeah, hurts himself. He's yeah. hurt. I still think Cam got a nice look team. Unlike the majority of teams in Lee, he's got a fucking slam dunk at catcher and Will Smith. So that might be enough to give him the edge alone. But this team, man, this team has been Barely scraping by. Barely scraped by me, the worst team in the league. Now he's barely scraping by dinner by a couple of batting average points. Right. Not good, man. What do you Not say good. about dinner that hasn't already been said? I was surprised that he didn't sell Korea at the deadline. Like, you would have thought somebody would have been all over that, but then you see four for 22, 182. Maybe yeah. that's why. Yeah. Tough sell. Yeah. I yeah. don't think anyone was going to pay bucks for him. Dinner got him for me. Uh, prior to keeper rollover last year for 20 bucks because he was locked in as a minimum keeper after having a pretty good season last year. But he has regressed back to the cray that saw him get traded out of fucking uh, Houston. So, or okay. signed, signed out of Houston, my bad. Eloy still mashing, looking good. Last seven days, number 62 on the year. Peralta wasn't bad this week either. Oh, I didn't have a chance to look at Peralta. 10 innings, 8Ks, 2.70 ERA. Whips a little high, 130, but he had a quality start in there. Telling you, man, Peralta's going to get there. You'll see. So how did that all come to be? Did he he get a quality start? Because he pitched 10 innings. He only pitched four innings his first start of the week against the Dodgers. Had a 1.50 whip, which is more of what I expect from Peralta. He's fucking junk. Not fucking junk, friend. He's okay. He'll get there. Okay. You'll see. You'll see. In any event, the Cowboys is just hanging in there against Tim Dinner. Uh, batting average, as we've alluded to, is very close. It's literally swung during the analysis of this matchup. So this matchup could finish anywhere from 8-4, 7-5. <clears throat> depends if uh, Trey Turner's got a stolen base in him. It is in the eighth. Do a fifth. So it looks like Trey Tur- Turner might get one more bet. Maybe he swipes a bag. Who knows? But as it stands now, with the win, Cowboys will improve to 131.92 and 11. 
And old Timmy Dinner is going to fall to 84, 139, and 11. Okay. Yeah. Let's move on to uh, Devoid of Consistency against Trim No Cyburns. Cyburns is edging out a narrow win against the Devoids. Uh, Mark was complaining in the group chat that he's had a couple of injuries. Most noteworthy, Luke Voigt, the namesake, DTD. Say it ain't so. Say it ain't so. This team can be Devoit of Voigt. That's funny. See what you did there. Thank you. Uh, Yeah, I don't see who else. I mean, did they option? Did the Cardinals option Yepes? Yepes skip A. Yepes, Yepes, skip A. <laughs> of all Zing. the names scholars come up with, the worst name. I think he's talking more the the Mailey, Hunter Green, Mackenzie Gore, Carrasco. Hunter, Hunter Green's been an IL for a long time. But he also, and this may be classic Mark, not to slag him here, those are all pitchers. And he never really has a problem with his pitching. No. So one might be able to say that he's too focused on his pitching. Mm. Maybe. Classic Maybe. Mark. Because despite all those injuries in his pitching, he still won uh, K's and ERA, and he barely lost whip, barely lost wins, barely lost quality starts. He lost wins with one. Yes, Barry he did. one with two. That's Not a valid point, good. but he lost quality starts with four against Nolan's five. Gary gets by, manages to squeeze out runs with 25, which is pretty low, well below the weekly mean of 31, almost 32. Nolan had some bad taco time too, hey? Squeezing out some runs. Wow. Uh, 119 total bases for the Cyburns. This is pretty good, but 256 batting average, not so good. Mark losing with 100 total bags. You hate to see that. Uh, but then Mark edged out stolen bases three to two, so that's a nice win that he might not have got elsewhere. Lost RBI by three, it's a very yeah. close matchup, 34 really. To 31. Yep, it really was. I'm Max Muncy, a couple of dingers this week. Talk so, all in all, Mark's still hanging in there with a with a certifiable playoff team. He could have won this matchup, hanging and in there. Yep, a few more things went his way, he would have put it to Nolan. Anyway, uh, yeah, so not a whole lot. As we mentioned, these scores on both sides of the ball were not great. They weren't bad, but they weren't great. So not a whole lot of stat lines really to point out here. Brandon Woodruff made the most his two-star week, although no quality starts. Unique I think he threw 5.2 today. Should have the old threw five. Spencer into a fucking old mind boggle, hey? The old 5.2. Love mm. to see that. That's rough. Alcantara. Okay. I'm glad you mentioned him. I was blocked. Hold on. Hold on. I don't know if you're ready for this. Okay. His name is not pronounced Alcantara. I was watching the Marlins and the Dodgers today. It's Alcantara. Oh, fuck off. Uh, dude, uh, listen. I, I said, no, the announcers are fucking it up. Went to YouTube, looked up a random video. Sandy Alcantara. Looked up another video. Sandy Alcantara. 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 That's very dangerous because you're you're real close to Alcantara. Like Alcantara, the video game. Like Alcunt. Like you're a cunt. 
I'm not shitting on you. I'm just calling them Alcantara too. I'm not shitting on you. I'm saying at that point, you're very, you're very close to coming out wrong. Anyway. You're like being named Mike Hunt. How do you think that sounds over the PA? So I'm going to go on a limb and say nobody really watches baseball highlights because not one person at any point has corrected us. And we've said Alcantara about 80,000 times on this podcast. Because it defies the spelling of it. So everybody else right? is fucking It looks like too. Alcantara. It's fucking Alcantara. So Sandy Alcantara did not have a good week. I was watching that game today, as I mentioned, and he was getting blown the fuck up. That's got to be his worst start in two years. He had 14.73 ERA today. That, that don't happen to bad. Sandy Alcantara. Or definitely not Sandy Alcantara. Listen, man, I'm not, I don't buy into it either, but it is what it is. It sucks. I want to hit you every time you say that. I don't know why. We can just not talk about him on the program anymore, but he's too good. We can't ignore 3. him. 3.0 whip. So good. good for him. Yeah, 159 on the week. Good. Now Nolan's getting some of what I'm getting out of Devers for the last fucking month. His 506 and one 506 ERA and 159 whip were enough to sink his week. Not like uh Pablo Lopez. Ah, did Mark know what he was doing? Sweet Jesus H. That man's ERA is approaching four on the season. Uh, this week he contributed. 4.2 innings pitched, 2Ks, 11.57 ERA, and a 193 whip. I mean, That'll I'm, not a, fan of league, I'm not a fantasy sports specialist here or anything, but it could be. Either am I. Both, both play for the Marlins. Does that maybe factor in at all? doesn't really matter who you play for when you're pitching. That would just affect the run support and whether or not you can get a win. Which does impact your pitching. Right, but they can still go out and throw fucking strikes and not give up dingers. Doesn't matter whose uniforms on your back. Well, yeah, obviously pitchers can do that whenever they want. It's why you get so many Jacob Degroms out there. All right. So are we blaming Pablo Lopez's stat line today, and the fact that he plays for Lopez uh, for Lopez, the fact that he plays for the Marlins, or the fact that he sucked in his last start? I don't think he sucks at all. He's put up a lot of good stat lines too. So would it be? Unknown for you to just be selective in, in your target audience here to like prove your point? Probably Pablo not. Lo- Pablo Lopez in the last month ranked 715, 25 innings pitched, 24 Ks, 684 ERA, and a 152 whip. That's some fucking yeah. Jose Barrio shit right there. Here comes the he sucks, but also you would have told me to fucking drop Charlie Martin how many times? Morton. <laughs> Look at the stat line he put up this week. Listen, Morton is the only goddamn bright spot on your team this week. Somehow, that need, that's how bad your week was. We'll get there. Yeah, the amount of times you said we'll get there when it comes to my team, I can tell that I'm going to have internet problems when we get to that point. <laughs> tell that right now. Who's streaming? Can't hear you. Doesn't work. Everyone's streaming same time. Can't hear yeah. you. Hey, forgot to change your Wi-Fi on my phone off. <laughs> oh fuck! Anyway, with the eight to five win, Cybirds is going to prove to one fifteen ninety five and twenty. And Mark's bid for that last playoff spot comes to a bit of a halt. He's going to fall to one hundred four one seventeen. He's still there. Thirteen. He's still there. He needed this one though, and Gary. Despite being a playoff team, Gary's 
probably a win. That's one Merck probably thought he could have won. Let's move on to your match. The Chiefs is this, and man, I use that term loosely, kind of looking like the Timmy Dinners, the Nick, the Nick Tim Dinner Chiefs, barely edged, and I mean fucking barely. The bottom bitches, seven to six. How's that three home runs and 21 RBI treating you? 226 batting average? 25 runs? Eh. 29 walks? Respectable. I you mean, forgot the total bases. You want to get to that one too? It's so low, I can't even see it. It's like it's not even there. That's not how vision to- works. Total bases, UNK. <laughs> <laughs> Well done. Thank you. Mm. Uh, uh, man, well, this is, objectively speaking, this is the worst batting week I've seen in a long time. Definitely the worst batting week I've seen from your team. Holy shit balls, man. This is this funk's so out of control, I'm starting to wonder if I've, like, if I've built a lineup of bats that really is just shit at baseball. Which, I, I mean, did I get it wrong? Like Acuna, Tucker, Robert, Bichette. Right. Do all these guys suck? You've mentioned injuries, but the only real piece that's missing from your lineup here is Bryant. Stevenson, for all intents and purposes, you never really had in the lineup. I was missing Robert all week this week. He just played yesterday, and then today's game was delayed. So, But that doesn't change fuck all. So on the other hand, I think I'm looking at it like – it's just going to come together at the right time. Glass half full. So. Chrome has been bad. Three weeks one for like, 14 with a single this week. Every day, all I see in my lineup is average. One, two other numbers. One, two other numbers. Devers, man. What is Devers happening? has been fucking putrid since I traded for him. Wasn't he batting like around 320-ish? 340-ish when I got him. He was like 344. Last month, 157. 784 rank. Three three home home runs, runs. eight RBI. Wow. And when I look at my lineup, my worst bats are like Ty France, Baez. Obviously, like Segura. He's just kind of a dark throw in there this week. Devers is not going to be anywhere near what he produced last year. Not even fucking close. Of course, he's not. I traded for him. He just can't baseball anymore. It's done now. It's done, yeah. Same with Bichette. He's been garbage. Yeah. Same with largely Acuna, and I'm two months into that. Tucker and Robert have not. Tucker's been okay. What's he, like 40th on the season or something like that? But uh, 25th. He's 25 now. But I figured I had a top 15 player there, so even he's not where he's supposed to be. Tucker's been okay, though. Even last month, top 100, batting 274, four home runs, 19 RBI. That's pretty fucking good. I keep thinking when you have good players and enough of them, it'll all sort itself out eventually, right? You had a homer out of Gene Segura today. I saw him on your roster. I was like, what year is this? Yeah, he was my third home run this week. That was my third dinner this week, Segura, this afternoon. And that happened. That happened since I was making my notes. When I was making my notes earlier, you were at two home runs and 19 RBI. I was like, oh, my God. 
I had a home run first day of the matchup and I was like, okay, maybe, maybe things are going to turn around here. And the then bag. I think it was Friday night. I was still waiting for that second home run. The bottom so is still right out of Ty France. My God. Yeah. As a Mariners fan, not good. I traded for him. Yeah. Dude was batting like 330, man. He wasn't, he had no real power all season. That hasn't changed, but he's not hitting the ball now either. Not good. Okay. He's slowly making his way down that Mariners lineup, which is not good. So now that we've dealt with all that, talk pitching. about pitching. Real good. Because I won this week. Yes, you did. And Barely. I won last week, despite what's going on at the plate. I don't think there's anything that can change. No. Nope. Nah, 7-6 final. So, you're pitching. Six wins, high mark of the week. Great job. ERA, 240. High mark of the week. Great job. Losing whip, 108 to 107. Oh, that's a bad beat. And I was 106 until Robertson shit the bed an hour or two ago. Right? You so were, I was ahead there. You were even better than that. You were uh, 217 on the ERA, and I want to say like 101. I had you wrote in for the low mark of the week for whip until I saw Cam's .94. And then Robertson said, ah, 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 not today. Big fat DRA for you. How about them quality starts? Yeah, nine. Highest mark of the week. Five series plus holds. Also respectable. Way over K per nine. 83. Pretty good. You're pitching. Very solid. Very, very solid. Maybe want to pitch that uh, Robertson fellow to waivers. Get him the fuck. Although he's been good. He's been very good. Yeah. One little... Just- well, this Pick is up. the thing, right? When guys come in and face fucking three batters, if they give up a run or two, whoop. Yeah. So. I feel like all in all, my bats were like, uh, you know, let's just take another week off for homie over at the bottom bitches. <laughs> we'll get back to action next week. Let's let him, you know, have, have a soft, easy week. Yeah, well, this, I mean, if you got him good, if you got him with double digits, this might have been enough to sink his season, but seven to six <clears> or <throat> For you, might be enough to just keep him in that conversation for one yep. more week. Because I think he gained ground on Mark this week. Yeah, good to see uh, Joe Musgrove back. Let's talk about uh, let's talk about Charlie Morton. Just how wrong I was. Yeah, why don't you go over that real quick, <laughs> Charlie Morton? I'm here for it. If we were doing three up, three down traditionally. I would make a point to make Charlie Morton my number one up player this week. Would you You'd eat your own shirt on that? I would fucking eat my shirt. I'd eat my headphones. Okay. 12.2 innings pitch and two starts, one win, 23 K. So almost two K's per inning, 142 ERA, 0.87 whip and two quality starts. Yeah. Have some of that. Have some of that. And one of those was against the Mets, one of the better teams in baseball. Very impressive. I've been saying that some of his better performances have been against teams that maybe not so good or in a funk. The Mets have been good all year, and he fucking he handled them. I thought one of those was against the Dodgers, and then fucking today against the Astros, man. Fuck the Astros, dude. Best team in baseball, pretty much. Fuck. Wow. I'll tell you what, though, and we'll get to this. Although maybe. We'll get to this right now. His performance is overshadowed somehow, okay, by Johnny Cueto. Is this 
or what we're seeing at Johnny Cueto. Is this real life? Please Can't explain be. this to me. I didn't understand this when I was a fantasy sports specialist. I sure as fuck don't understand it now that I'm retired. Mother of God, man. It's the biggest setup ever. It's something. It's got it's to be PEDs. He's got ringworm. He took the fucking thing, right? Got to be. Right. What is this, man? I mean, ringworm was so bad it needed to be injected. Or snorted. I mean, I don't fucking know. Dude was one fucking, one batter away from a, a complete game. And the game before that against Houston, he went eight innings. What is happening? Johnny Cueto, man. Johnny Cueto's been on waivers in fantasy leagues for years. He's got to be a new kind of undetectable steroid. They've, they've cheated, beat the system. He's still only 54% owned. So nobody believes in this. No. Dude needs like three perfect games in a row. And then people will be like, oh, fine. I guess I'll pick him up. God, man, what is happening? He's on the same juice Merrill Carroll Kelly is. <laughs> One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten quality starts in a row. What the fuck? What the fuck, man? I can't, my brain can't explain. It's amazing. It's unbelievable, dude. Is Bishop going to have to contemplate keeping this guy? I Man, I don't know. I don't know. But he's looking fucking matchup proof at this point, man. Every matchup, no matter what. He's not mowing him down. I mean, this week was a two-star week. 16.2 Ks and two starts this week, but only five strikeouts. Or 16.2 innings pitch, I'm sorry. Two wins, two quality starts, 0.54 ERA, 0.78 whip. Jesus, fuck. Two old men. Wow. Even my dog's blown away. Right? Maddie's like, holy fuck. Are you you serious? I thought Johnny Cueto was a bone. I was shooting on the air. Mm. Shout out, man. Whatever the fuck they're feeding him. Also, you're talking about uh, dudes shit in the bed after you trade for him. How about dudes fucking going straight up after you trade them away? Zach Gallon, pretty fucking good. I told you about that. It's uh, just like last week uh, when I gave the old uh, answer in the form of question. Uh, Zach Gallon's amount of runs that he's given up in the last three starts. Zero. zero. Fucking zero. zero. And he's not fucking throwing little league innings. Seven, seven, seven point one, zero, zero, zero. Wow. Bassett ain't doing too bad either. He just came off of no. three shutout performances. Of seven innings, eight innings, and five innings. So, yeah, that's the thing. I trade my players away, they get better. I yeah. should trade CJ Cron away and then fucking buy him back right now. Yeah, unfortunately, the trade deadline is passed. The only way you can trade him is if you trade him to the waiver wire. Oh, I know it's passed, and my team's – I'm fortunate that the deadline's passed because I would have done some dumb shit after this week. I just hope for your sake that you don't run into the shitters or the belts in the playoffs. Because I'm gonna, as, it's guaranteed. As it's happening now, one of those teams will fucking give you the old fist job inside the chest from the butthole. You'll be dead. If I were to run into Tim Dinner right now, I would get the <laughs> fist in the butthole. Okay, this is not a them problem; it's a my team problem. What if you ran into me, friend? I fuck. I wouldn't go that far. I mean, I still had a really good pitching week. Yeah, so did I. Hmm. Does that mean Fact. you're going to go to his your matchup now? Is that what you're going to do? That was my segue, yes. But oh. before that, with the narrow win, 
I, first of all, let's see if anything can change. Uh, I don't think so. Well, whip can change. You guys got any pitchers going? Any relievers? I bum, 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 do bum, 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 bum. not. No, no, he does not either. Nope. Nothing's changed. We're done here. I'm sick okay. of matchups. Yeah. Now that we've looked at mine, I'm done with it. Let's You're go. Win seven to six with the win. You will improve to 119, 97, and 18. And the bottom bitches will fall to 101, 116, and 17. I feel like you said somebody else 119, and I think that was Cameron Blair. So that'll probably put us like right about tied. Mm-hmm. Mm. Last matchup of the week, myself against the Glasses. As of a few minutes ago, I was winning six to five. God forbid I break the losing streak. I'm now losing five to six, unfortunately. Ooh, Bishop, don't like that. Before Jose Quintana and now fucking Joe Mantiply today, I was Joe one. who? Yeah, he's a late reliever for um, Arizona. He's a pretty good season. Point, hmm. point 0.9 for whip, 184 ERA. Pretty reliable. But not today. My ERA and whip was the best in the league, but not no more. Okay. It's now exploded to 276, which is still pretty good. Let me do it for you because I'll do it quicker than you, okay? Nobody. No good. Seven stolen bases. No good. Oh, they're not? 107 total bases. Oh, that's what got me. No good. Well, it's that has changed on the note because up until a minute ago, my seven stolen bases were good for the league lead. So I'm a mean Spence time for the league lead this week at stolen bases. What a bad uh-huh. beat. So that is okay. Dude. You know, I like to complain. Okay, but that is a bad beat. We both had the same amount of stolen bases and the high mark. That's a bad beat. No good. No good. No good for either of you. 107 total bases. Come on. That's a bad beat. It is a bad beat. I wouldn't know. I had like fucking 71. Yeah, right. Uh, but you know what? No matter what, nobody takes saves plus holds from Andrew Skinner. 14! 14! Let's go! They're mine. Jesus no Christ. With authority. That's a league record for sure. I think it's 17. I think we've been over 17 in one of those long weeks by Cam. Single week record, save splits hold best. Bartolo Colon, week 15, 2002, you had 14. So you already had the record. Is that all time? Skinner, how many years have we had this category? Yeah, whatever. Yes, it's all time. You fucking donut. You fucking donut. You tied your own record. <laughs> it reminds me of that uh, hockey clip. Remember the coach against the referee? Have another door, you fat pig. Remember that clip? <laughs> <laughs> They're fucking fighting back and forth in the fucking aisle. Have another door, you fat pig. Who was that? That was uh... some wild coach for the Rangers years ago. Some yes. sick fuck. Or what... Penguins, maybe. I don't remember. Wasn't it Glenn Sather or something no, like that? I don't know. But the clip is fucking famous. But that's what you reminded me of then. But anyway, yes, nobody takes saves plus holds from me. But yeah, my pitching, um, I was looking, I had the top number for whip and ERA today, and it was sunk by uh, Jose Quintana. I had his worst start in God knows how long. Adam Simber fucking coughed up a dinger in the eighth against the Yankees. Oh, well, whatever. 
Can't it win is, them all, or in your case, any of them. Can't win any. It's so funny, though. I really just got to start rolling everyone out there. I got to stop pretending I'm playing some kind of strategy because I benched Alex Cobb. I was like, oh, Alex Cobb at Colorado. I think he's going to get fucked up, and he got a win and a quality start, which would have given me, let's see, it would have been 5-5. Uh, five, five. It would have been 5-4 uh, to four for me. Oh. I would have won 5-4 to four had I not strategically sat my guy. I was like, oh, I don't want to sink my season. Better put him on my bench just in case. Oops. Are you done your matchup now? Uh, no, I do need to point out that Spencer also won batting average with 301 this week. Hello. With the narrow win, the glasses will improve to 109, 111, and 13. And myself, Bartolo's clone will fall to 78, 141, and 15. So we're looking at matchups? Matchups week 19. We're Speaking getting which, close. Sidebar. Yes. I, th- I think when we do football, because I, I'm already dreading the idea that I got to sit in this fucking chair once a week again for an entire football season now, I think we should do side bet on predictions. Like we should chart our predictions. Ooh. Who's going to yeah, win every week, and we'll come up with a side bet for it. Only, only fans. Uh, probably not going to do that. I already have one, actually. <laughs> I'm making six figures a month of my oh, dong, baby. I already have one. <laughs> yeah, and it would just be a conflict of interest if I started another one. So yeah. I'd love to, but I can't. Can't confuse my only followers. Yeah, but yeah, and now you can keep going where you were at. Okay, friend. So let's move on now. Talk about next week's matchups. Lightning round. Make some predictions. Mm-hmm. There are only three weeks left to the regular season. So if those teams on the fringe, the Devoits, the Glassesses, the Shitters, the Bottom Bitches, those guys are going to make some moves, solidify their playoff spots. Might want to start doing that now. Time well, you think that, you know, Bishop and Merck are kind of trailing behind, but three weeks to go like there's a lot of runway here to make some differences yeah three weeks is time and spencer barely got by my team this week which is fucking sad so if that's where spencer's team is at like we didn't really touch on the totals but uh Mm -hmm. spoiler alert spencer's pitching was god awful again this week his era was in the fours again worse than the league so there's room to move with Spencer's team. He's had a couple of ceiling weeks out of his pitching, but it came right back to what he's used to this week. And yep. But time is of the essence. These teams have to win out starting right fucking now. So and I'm seeing some difficult matchups for those teams, except Spencer this week. So this week could be a problem for these guys. Well, it depends how you look at it, because the Devoits have a matchup against a team that has been sputtering. Oh, me. Yeah, you. Yeah, okay. This could be an interesting one because... I predict Mark. Mark loves his pitching, but your pitching has been, dare I say, best in the league over the last three weeks to a month. So that could be interesting. But your bets are both inept at the moment. Yep. So... My bats need a boner pill. I need some Viagra or something. This is fucking out of control. I'm calling you, but I'm going to think it's close. I'm calling you 8-5. to five. Kate, what do you think? Yeah, by what score? What margin? Um, eight to five. All right, fair. Way to piggyback on my prediction. Cool. 
Okay, the Bugseses and the Berrioses, two teams trending in the wrong direction. The Bugseses got splattered last week, and the Berrioses might want to consider a name change. Bounce back week for Jeff. I'm calling uh, nine to four. You're calling Jeff winning over Colin? Calling Jeff nine to four. Yeah, you said Colin. C-A-L-L-I-N. <laughs> Can we get this done? I will predict that. Yeah, I'm call. I am also calling the Bariosis to get the win. Let's Is that say- your missus that just uh, cut in there? Nope. Oh, I was gonna tell her I got like 20k for her if she'll fucking just choke you out with a shoelace. She wouldn't do that. <laughs> now nah, she might. Who knows? Everybody's uh, got a price. Yeah, like the million dollar man. <laughs> money, money, money. <laughs> uh, yeah, let's call the Bariosis. Fuck it. 10 to 3. Oh, wow. You're getting even more aggressive than me. Okay. Yeah. Uh, the Cowboys is against the Sideburns. Is. Gary's team has been tough. Even this week, he got a win anemic. That. Anemic. Yeah. Good word. It's been anemic, and I think he was lucky to get a win this week. Nothing really stood out. I think yeah, Cam pulls this off. Yep. I don't think Cam's going to gut him. Like eight yeah. to five. I think it's going to be closer than that. I'm calling uh, seven to six for Cam. Okay. We got the bottom bitches against the belts. Ooh, oh, poor Bishop, man. Just gets worse every fucking week. Yeah. We said that. He said that Bishop needs to win out, and I don't think this is going to do that. Yeah, uh, I gotta call the belts, and I'm gonna call. I'm gonna go nine to four again. I'm gonna go eleven to two, and the official Whoa. dagger in the heart. I'm saying right here on the weekly fantasy roundup that the belts trademark stick the dagger in the bottom bitches. I'm going to go another way on it. I think Bishop's going to have a, a tough loss this week, but also I think uh, Spencer in the next matchup here, I'm going to call an upset. Tim Dinner is going to take him down. I think so too, actually. I think so Probably too. Seven to four with a couple ties. Well, Spencer's pitching has been trash yeah. less and, the last two weeks. And Tim's and has been good. Tim's has been okay. So assuming that old Timmy Dinner sets his lineup this week, I think that Tim Dinner pulls this out. I'm saying 8-5 for the Dinners. Timmy Dinners. And finally, yep. first 13 nothing in the year. Oh, oh, oh man. Jeez, this is going to be a bad no, look for you. No 13 nothings because nobody takes saves plus holes from Andrew Skinner. So Buzz 12- is going to rip the dome right off his wee-wee and slap you across the face with it while he's just hammering on your butthole. Do you think it'll be better or worse than his matchup with Colin this week past? It's going to be worse. Okay. Yeah. He All could right. be the, for the first to hit 13 here. Not going to happen. Even though nobody Stays takes saves holds. and holds from Andrew Skinner. You think Buzz just takes it anyway? I think he might take it anyway. Yep. I'm calling Buzz 11 to 2, but it won't be 13 nothing. Not a chance. Okay. So, sadly, we've got no trades to talk about. We have no deal. It's over. Yeah, I think we skipped half of them over the course of the season, anyway. So, what difference does it make? We didn't skip them. Yeah, we, Most did. we skipped any, some. Any trades that were missed 
inadvertently, you were right there to be like, aren't you forgetting one? Hey, uh, hey there, Skinner. I think you forgot one. I mean, while it's possible that my skills are on point, like you're saying that they are, I'm pretty sure there was something that was missed. And maybe one or two, eh? Anyway, it's time for the segment, a.k.a. three up, three down. Three up, three down. I'll let you go first this week. Go ahead. I haven't done anything. Great. Research, as always. Okay, I I did some research now. So my shit player who is really good, are we going to go with that? Yes. Okay, so I've come across the Lars Newtbar. <laughs> <laughs> the most random. What a fucking name. N-O-O-T-B-A-A-R. I am a fan. Name? Lars Newtbar is uh, 9% owned, and he was the 11th best player in fantasy baseball in the week. Yes, he was. Excellent, excellent week. Who am I going to go with then? He was also my guy. Was he? That's yeah. a double win for me. That's right. I got a random. Uh, let's go JT Brubaker, pitcher for the Pittsburgh Pirates. Nobody knows. Yeah, I've heard of Brubaker, so that's not as good as we would hope. Well, he's only 7% owned, so that would imply that you probably haven't heard of him as 93% of people don't know who the fuck he is. He had one start this week. Went seven innings, got a win, seven Ks, no ERA, pitched a little shutout, 0.29 whip, and a quality start against the fucking Red Sox of all teams. Not having the best season, but still a pretty decent lineup. Looks like old Brubaker was part of the reason that uh, JD Endeavors were in the dumper this week. Brubaker has actually been serviceable uh, on the season as a whole. If you on really the know. whole. As a whole, on the whole, Brubaker has been serviceable. Well, last week he was very good. He made our list, but you know who we could have put in there? Nick Pavetta. <laughs> Nick Pavetta now on waivers. Spencer took our advice. He had a quality start and a shutout start against uh, Pittsburgh. Also, okay, let's dial this back a little bit. How about Spencer with Giolito? He listens to the podcast. He's like, all right, Giolito's got one more try on my fucking team. And what does Giolito do? Get absolutely blown up in his worst start of the goddamn season. <clears throat> I don't know if he dropped him. Maybe he did. I'm wondering if he dropped him too. Because he was indicating that he was going to. Lucas Giolito, three innings pitch, five Ks, 21 ERA, a three whip. What a guy. That man has had one quality start since July the 13th. One. Right. It's Cleveland of all teams. In the last month, ranked 796, 28 innings pitch, three wins, 30 K, better than a K per nine, but a 739 ERA to 193 whip. That dude has been getting killed. Lucas Giolito was pounded for seven runs in a three-plus innings by the Astros. And what has been a disappointing year, this might be a new low for Giolito. Giolito's 9-7 anyway, but his ERA stands at 534 on the season. Almost as bad as Jose Brios, but not quite. 
That's disgusting. Did he drop him? No, he did not. Oh, so he's going to give him one more go or what? I guess so. I don't know why, man. How many times does that guy have to sink your fucking week, man? Yeah, well, I tried to sit out Barrios for the week and saw how that worked out for me. <laughs> Pitch the jamming against the Yankees, because why the fuck not? Did you bench him? Did you bench him for that, sir? Yeah. Didn't you see in the picture I sent you said BN beside it? Oh, I missed that. That's and I had DeGrom funny. in my lineup giving up over four. Yeah, listen, man, uh, you got to do what you got to do for your team. The guy's getting killed. Every fucking game, and you're playing in New York. Of course, you're yeah. benching. So my good player, who's supposed to be, who's good, but is negative shit. taco. Negative taco. Negative taco. Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna go. I've been scrolling here forever, and there seems like there's plenty to choose from, and half of them are my fucking bats. <laughs> but I'm gonna go with Josh Hader. Oh wow. Ranked 713 this week, uh, 40.5 ERA, 7.5 whip, or 0.2 innings. But if you go even further on that, his last uh, two weeks, 2.1 innings, 23.14, 4.29 whip. Last uh, 30 days, last month, 7.1 innings pitched. He has an 8.59 ERA and a 1.91 whip. How about that? Did we say that haters going to hate? Uh, 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 oh boy! <laughs> I'm just trying to buy time because I don't have one. Oh, you're not prepared. No, I was too busy doing the show oh, notes. Wow, I forgot to do the proper notes. Okay, now we got excuses too. Anyway, I will go with uh, yeah, Lucas Giolito. Fuck it, we just shit all over the guy. Yeah. He fucking sucks, man. Dude, don't even need the numbers. Torched. Was that your supper getting dropped off? Yes, and I don't fuck. Apparently, my wife's on an episode of Unsolved Mysteries somewhere. Like, That's thanks for getting the door, yeah. order supper, and then go fucking AWOL. Right? The new Unsolved Mystery is not even good. I didn't watch it. She watched it because she's man, obsessed I, with that shit. Listen, oh, dude, me too. Me and Nikki, I think we get along great, but I like the OGs, right? Um, Forensic Files, the original narrator, Peter Thomas, has been dead for years now. Like, he was that show, right? Just like Robert Stack was the voice of Unsolved Mysteries. You fucking reproduce those shows without those guys, man? Two fucking thumbs down. No thanks. She goes to bed every night listening to, like, a murder podcast as she's falling asleep. Nice. I, I think that's really bad for my future. <laughs> Her psyche, but it, it explains a lot of things at the same time, too. Like, Oh, yeah. Now you can understand why she's so visibly Dude, fucked up. I can't tell you how many nights I've been like, man, I can't sleep. Put on Frenzy Files. I'm like, oh. yes. And then mm. he stabbed her repeatedly. I'm like, oh. so <laughs> I, I just, just go to sleep like sleep a normal now. person. Like I just I put my shit down and I just close my eyes and I go to sleep. It's the weirdest thing. <laughs> it's the strangest thing. I just I don't need to listen eyes. to stories of people being cut to pieces to be able to go to sleep. And then I'll wake up, up seven hours later, like yep. a normal person. Not me and Nikki. Apparently, we're kindred spirits. Well, that's good to know. Now she's around. I'll have to message her. Hey, hey, Nikki. Hey, Nikki. Come here. Get her down. Around. You can't. She can't hear. She left again, anyways. Just fucking. I'll send her. I'll send her a link for a couple murder podcasts. She'll love them. She listens to Morbid. She's always telling me about Morbid. 
Just sword, having a morbid, sword having a morbid. scale, sword and scale, and invisible choir. The best murder podcast. I'll send them to her. They okay. are the best. Anyway, go ahead. All right. Well, let's uh, let's wrap it up, friend. I'll give Another. you permission to slide into my wife's DMs with your murder shit. I've been in her DMs before. <laughs> so I do what I want. I'm gonna kill you. <laughs> but I have your address. You don't have mine. I'll give you my address right now. Come I got on. it. In fact, let me make sure I got it correct. Mm. Let's see. Nikki Bryant. Why is my dad texting me? Just don't put it on the internet because you know there's like a lot of who knows, might have some stalkers from my past that are Nikki trying Bryant. to out where I live. Oh, God. Last time I texted your wife was six years ago, so I think you're safe. Oh, yeah. That was our old address. He's going to be forced into retirement after he gets that. Oh, my God. The conversation we had about the fucking Skinner tattoo. You two are terrible. I told him if he has your name on you, then he has that mine, too. Yeah, except she said that I had to get her name on my dick. Oh, I haven't got the, the tattoo on my wiener yet. All right, friend. Great recording. As always, another wonderful episode with my BFF, Joel Bryant. Did you enjoy our week together, friend? You enjoy our time together? As much as I do every other week. I enjoy all the weeks the same. Okay, well, I will take that as positive reinforcement. You can take that however you want. That's how the statement was designed. Maybe... Uh... Maybe we're due for a little in-person recording of the podcast. What do you say? Me and Amy mm. come up to Calgary. We spend some time together, record an episode in person. What do you say, BFF? Sure. Yeah, I'll come on up. Yeah. yeah. We, we can all hang out and watch murder movies. We got a spare room. That's great. Mm. Wait, you got a spare room this whole time and you're recording in the fucking common area of your house? Yes, because it's far away from the modem and my internet's so bad. All right. Well, tell you what, when this podcast takes off and gets more than 18 listens a week, we'll get you a new laptop with a fucking Ethernet port. Thanks for tuning in to the weekly fantasy roundup, everyone. If you enjoyed the show, please like, review, and subscribe. Or don't. Or don't. Yeah, or just fuck off or don't even listen. In fact, I'm impressed with you if you got this far. Yeah, no shit. All right, friends. Same time next week. Have a great week. Good luck in your matchup. Won't be same time. See ya. Okay, bye now. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Weekly Fantasy Roundup. You can contact us anytime via email at theweeklyfantasyroundup at gmail.com.